welcome to the Dream Mason podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. A Dream Mason is a person who's brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. I know we all have a Dream Mason inside of us, and my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders, creators, and innovators to help us unleash our inner Dream Mason. Because your dreams don't build themselves. What's up and welcome back to the Dream Mason podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. I am a Dream Mason, a performance and mindfulness coach. I work with leaders, creators, and innovators, those brave enough to build their dreams. If you're a high performer looking for an edge with a desire to expand your leadership generate more money, more time, and feel more fulfilled, working with me will support you in making that life a reality. Now, if you haven't already, please support me and this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes, Google Play, or YouTube. Follow me, Inspirational Alex, on Instagram, and please share this podcast with a friend. Jake, what's up? Hey. (laughs) We are laughing because we have just overcome so many technical difficulties, and hopefully this comes through clear and smooth, and the universe and all the gods of Wi-Fi are on our side for this call, for this episode. (laughs) Yes. Um, So... Jake, I want to introduce you really quickly. And I love that you, when we talked, you're like, hey, my bio's pretty, it's, it's, I think your bio actually perfectly like describes who you are. It's kind of like quick to the point and like get her done. Um, <laughs> but Jake, you know, you, you know, you're a, you're a former two sport division one athlete. What sports did you play? What were the sports? I played basketball and volleyball. Okay. Um, and you became an urban farmer. And then, and we can talk about that later (laughs) if you want, Um, and then now you've become a top earner in a a multi-level marketing or network marketing company, right? I mean, it's it's like as simple as that. That's it. The thing that that I want to really share with people about you is you're kind of like a, um, you're kind of like a tumbleweed on fire. I just made that up. It's kind of- um, I love it. But a tumbleweed kind of blows, right? And sometimes it stops. And then when it blows, though, it goes like really fast. But it's on fire is in the sense of like, there's like attachment, like um, we want to watch it. We want to see where it's going. Our like our focus is on it. And from the first time I met you, I don't know what, like maybe three or four years ago, mm-hmm. you're just somebody who like draws in, like you want to be around you. You want to learn from you. You want to see what you have to give or offer. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love being described that way. <laughs> I've never called someone a tumbleweed on fire, so we're starting with a good point. I'm, I'm using that. I'm stealing that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, I wanted you to be on here because you are somebody who had, well, actually, let me actually take a step back. What do you want people to know about you before we even jump in? Like, is there anything else that you want them to know? Um... I guess I, and I maybe, maybe everybody says this, but I guess I want people to know that like, I'm just a regular person. Like even, yes, I've been, I've been successful in, in my company and in being an entrepreneur. Um, and I think what happens for a lot of people, at least in my, in my industry is they think that like, there's something that they don't have that I have, that that's why I'm successful. And that's just not the case. And I really like, I think that that is a relief. I think two things. I think it's a relief for people to hear that. But I also think that it makes people freak out because it makes them think, oh, then that means I should be able to do this. So it does two things. But it is. I, I want people, you know, people to know that I'm just a regular person with the same struggles that other people have. And it, it, like this doesn't come easier to me than it does to other people. It's, you know, it's, I'm just a regular person. <laughs> and you told me <laughs> if you were talking before that before you really had the success, you were like kind of a mess. Oh, it was a total mess. Oh, I was a total mean? mess. Well, and, and it's surprising to people, even, even people who, who knew me at the time, um, wouldn't have, wouldn't have guessed. Uh, but I, I really struggled with anxiety in a really big way, like really like 
debilitating, like minutely um, type of anxiety. And I was a successful athlete. And, and as an athlete, that was my comfort zone. That was where like, that was where I had confidence. And that was where I shined. And I like, could, I could like survive in that environment. And but that was about it. <laughs> Everywhere else, I was a total disaster. And I, I, you know, I, I really struggled for a long time to, to figure out how to manage how to manage that and how to like and deep and I'm I'm as I'm always smiley and I'm always high energy and so people didn't know that that was what was going on for me and so for a lot of people it's kind of like it kind of makes them feel like they're not alone in that because I think a lot of people are struggling with that these days and maybe always but it helps people feel like they're not they're not alone in the fact that they maybe they're they're struggling with some anxiety or some depression and um you know, so that was, and, and I also, you know, this is, I'm getting off on a tangent, so I, you can stop me if you want, but, um, I, I think that when we look at someone's success, we don't see what came before. Like we don't see how much someone had to go through to get there. And so we think, we think that like, it's was easy for them to get there or, or they didn't struggle. And so what people don't, what the people don't know about me is that, you know, I'm 30 years, I'm 30 years old, but as, as, at the age of 25, I had the amount of personal growth and therapy and like every book and every course and everything that there was to do, I was doing to try and figure out just how to like be in my own skin. And so doing all of that really ended up, I didn't know at the time, set me up for being able to have this kind of success. But it took (laughs) that long, that much time of like really diving into like figuring out how do I work out what's going on in here that like that was my focus for the first 25 years of my life was like how can I survive in this world and without this type of anxiety and you know and, I, and it's you know I have gotten a, gotten a handle on it and I, I live I'm anxiety free <laughs> which is great <laughs> um but yeah I don't, so if, I, think, I, don't, I don't know if that's actually a thing I don't know if anxiety free <laughs> yeah. is like is you're not yeah. human if you have no anxiety well I, well I guess what I guess what I mean is that that kind of like debilitating debilitating can't think about anything else can't really can't really do anything like because you have this going on your whole your whole existence is based on like how can you manage how you're feeling in each moment you know um so yeah i know you didn't know that but (laughs) how do we describe i mean i want to know some of the ways that you that you've actually dealt with the anxiety because i mean i think every client that i have every person that i come into contact with talks about like what do i do about my anxiety um, yeah, but I'm also, well, let's do that. Do you have like two or three things that you would give somebody who, if you just met somebody on the street and they, and you, this came up, what would you give them? Yeah. Um, well, I, I would say that to start somewhere, like to start, like to, just like to start somewhere, whether it's picking up a book or listening to a podcast or, you know, start somewhere because you don't know where that's going to lead you. And the same, like what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for every person. And so it can't say like, oh, well, this book or this course totally changed this for me. I think it was a a culmination of all the things that I had done that eventually had me be able to work through this. And so just to start somewhere and that the consistency is key, like it's consistency. It's like, it's like being in it and being committed to like sitting in it and sitting with it that no one wants to do, right? Everyone wants, no one wants, no one likes to sit in anxiety. No one likes to sit there and just like, let it be there. Everyone's like, how do I get this? thing out of me how do I get this thing like fixed and so there's, there's which creates more anxiety on top of that <laughs> so like let it like sit with it and let it be there and actually be committed to figuring out like what's you know what's happening for you and and to just start somewhere and that will lead you down a path that will that will take you or you know closer to where you're trying to get I like that I did that um it wasn't from anxiety but when I I mean this is actually when we met I was in, you know, being in the restaurant business and like opening places and running these groups and being really successful and knowing that I wanted something else, but didn't know what that thing was. That was the only thing that I did was like, go do something, just yeah. go do something different. So it was like, I picked up a book instead of watching a TV show. I went to a networking group instead of going to a bar. I, uh, look, I went to a, a network marketing conference just to experience like a different world. And I met different people. And I think that I wouldn't actually be, wouldn't have this podcast and maybe I would, it would have showed up in some other way, shape or form, but I wouldn't, I don't think I'd have this podcast. I don't think I would have 
created or and, and be a dream mason if it hadn't have been for those things all those things led to the next and the next and the next yeah totally and what and also what i find is like when i'm when i'm feeling like about my you know my current my my primary business when i'm feeling like anxiety or anxious or stress it's it's like what I find helps is to get in, is to get into action. Like you said, like to just do something, to do something to move my business forward. And that immediately somehow like has that anxiety go away because it's like, I know that I'm working on it, moving it forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually, this is actually my best way to deal with my anxiety or my worry. I realized that a few weeks ago I went, Oh my God, when I'm in, when I'm in worry, anxiety, fear, self-doubt, if I could just make a podcast really quick, <laughs> for some reason, the interaction, the the curiosity, the the just connection, I, I feel like actually yeah. like pulls me out of that place. Like I actually have to be here with you, right? Like I can't be in that other spot. Otherwise this isn't going to work. And right. it's almost like somehow I just know to make that happen and it pulls me out. Yeah, totally. That's totally. And that's, I mean, that's, that's awesome that like, that's what, that's like, you're drawn to that. And I think the challenge for some people and even for myself is like in those times, it's the last thing I want to do is do that. And so it's like, you have to like, you have to like make the conscious effort to force the first couple of steps. And I think that's where people, it's, it's, it feels easier to not do it than to do it, even though doing it is what is going to help alleviate some of that feeling. It like feels easier to not do it. And then that just, for me, that just breeds more, of that feeling because I'm now I'm like just continuing to not move, move this, this thing forward and sit in that with that anxiety. So that's the thing is like, you have to like, it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's like willpower or I don't know, determination or what that this, it says we're doing this, even though we don't feel like it right now. Yeah. I love that. It's because I, I see it as um, it's just choosing something different, I think. And I, I love what you're saying. Like, even though I don't feel like it, don't let the feeling make be the decision maker. Even last night I was in, I had that moment where I was like, I'm just going to lie on the couch, put on a movie, have, you know, like have a drink and trying to kind of like check out mentally. Cause I didn't want to be with the feelings that were coming up. And I, yeah. and look as much personal development as you have the work that I do, like we're aware, like, you know, you don't want the feelings. Right. And I, I paused <laughs> as I, as I was essentially wrapping up my work day and went, okay, the normal thing would be like, go on the couch, put on Netflix drown it out, eat some like not good for you food. And instead I, I threw on some shoes and I just went to the gym because the gym was just a different choice. The gym didn't fix it, but it wasn't the default. And even in the gym, yes, at the gym, I couldn't, um, I didn't have to be all with the feelings, but I couldn't run away from them either, right? It doesn't drown them fully out. And also it was just a different thing from the automatic, yeah, but you're right. The easy choice was, I mean, my ego was sitting here like, dude, just, you need it. Relax. Just, just you earned it. <laughs> yeah. You were totally <laughs> earned it. It's such a lie. <laughs> yeah. You're that ability that you, you actually have that ability, right? Cause you wouldn't have been able to build the business that you built if you just gave up every time things got tough. Can yeah. you, can you quantify for people listening like how successful you've been in some way, shape or form, how many people are on your team, how many people kind of work with you? Is there a way that you can quantify it? Yeah. Um, let's see. So I've got, I probably, I've got probably, I don't know, 500 people on my team. Um, and I am the, I'm a, you know, top income earner within our company. And, uh, I, I, I guess I, I created the program that our company now uses like worldwide for, you know, bringing on customers and teams. So I'm, I'm highly successful within this company. I'm well known within, within the company. Um, and I've got a, I've got a really solid team working with me. Can we talk about how you actually created that? I know, I know kind of where we want to go, but I, I really want to talk. I really want to know how you built have 500 people underneath you to have created a program that a company would use to essentially bring people in, use them to get them excited, not use them. That's the wrong word, but uh, <laughs> uh, use your program to get them excited and then have them also be successful. The thing is like that I really get in. I think the cool thing about network, mar network marketing is every, every level has to build on the next level. So 
It's like if they're not excited, the people that you bring in, then they don't help you. You can't get help. They can't get help. It kind of just all stops. Yeah. So how did you actually do that? Like, how do you get people excited about this thing that you really want? And how do you get them to see something for themselves? Well, um, I think, I think kind of, kind of what my, like my style has been is to like, to have, when I have an idea to try it and do it and see if it works. And if it does, then I, then I kind of like put it out there a little bit and kind of see what the response is. And I'm, I'm really, it's, it's the things that I work on are like for me, for personally, for me, like, like, like something that I need, right? So the program that we, that I created, I needed that thing. I needed that program for myself. And so I think it comes from a place of like, because it's, because it's actually like genuinely something that I needed, people can relate to that. Same thing with this business, like with the business side of it is like, because this is something that I really needed, um, it feel it ha- it has that feeling to other people like oh it can, I it actually feels attainable because it's like a real thing it's not like oh I like oh, I didn't go I want to create a business or or a program so that other people will want it it was like I need this and so other and other people ha- feel that same way um, and then you know I as an athlete like I I was I was steeped in team chemistry and like learning how to like have a team and I talk about this a lot when I speak that like for a lot of athletes and people, even people who aren't athletes who have like, you know, athlete mentality or whatever, you know, after your season is over or you graduate high school or college or whatever, like all of a sudden that team is gone that you spent so much time with these people that you like became like family to you. And like, it, it literally, it's like overnight it's, it's done. It's over. And there's no, I realize like there's no, no one tells you how to deal with that. No one's like talks to you about like how, like the emotional impact of the, all of a sudden that disappearing and no one teaches you, how do you go out into the world and create and recreate that? And so many people that I talk to and work with are longing for community. They're looking for a place to belong. And so I brought that to my business. I brought like the team aspect. So my team more feels like, like a sports team. Like it's really is like, like my business is like a sports team and we have, we create team, te- team chemistry and it really is like that. It's like, everyone's got each other's backs and everyone's working together and I think that that's what people are looking for. People are looking for a place, a place to belong, a sense of purpose, and people that like that get them. And that's that's what I have been able to create on accident. It, w- it was an accident. It was just because that's again because that's what I needed. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for a team. I was looking for like how do I ha- how do I still have this? And like, people were drawn to that because it's because it was created you know genuinely. Yeah. And I hear like you weren't afraid to try something with no concept of whether it would work or not. You kind of just like threw the ball and it's like, maybe it's going to go, you know, maybe someone will hit it. Maybe somebody won't. Right. That's awesome. What is, um, so you, that's kind of how you built this thing. What was the reason? What was the, um, it took years for you to build this. It didn't happen like in a year overnight. This is like a, how long, how many years would you say it took? So I, I started, I really jumped into this, into this business five years ago. Okay. Um, and I did, I did go really quickly. Um, I got, I, within about 10 months of doing that, I got to our, the top position in our company. Um, and so I, you know, I, I just took my athlete's mindset to, to this business. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, so it's yeah, so it's been it's been five years. So it's been it's been kind of in the making, but it did it did take me a long time to like jump into this and see that this was the answer that I was looking for. Well, what's cool is because everybody's process is different, right? You've been in it for five years, but you kind of like took off like a rocket ship in a way, right? But as we were talking before, it's kind of like now you're at like a new peak, right? right? So you got to the top, and now you've been at the top for a little while, and. I think the cool thing about multi-level marketing is when you're at the top, you're basically developing and you're like pulling everybody up beneath you because there's nowhere else for right. you to go. You know, you're, right. it, I mean, there'd be nothing to do if you weren't, which is right. so cool because now you're like really giving back, right? Like the people that helped you get there, now you get to bring them. It's almost like the opposite way. Right. Um, it's really, I'm like having the image of rock climbing, right? Like the person that totally. gets to the top gets to totally help the other people up. Um but now you're at the top and you and I were talking about this earlier in the sense of we're both at like these crossroads. We're both at spots that feel like uncomfortable again and difficult and challenging. 
now you're at the top. Now what? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. That's where, that's, that's where I'm at right now. That's like, that's the like million dollar question is, is like, now what? Not like, you know, and I think we all, you know, people in our industry talk about how when you want to get to the next level, you kind of have to become, you have to like step into that place. You have to like, you have to become a little bit better version of yourself if you want to take your business to the next level. And of course there's always growth to be <clears throat> growth to be had in any, in any business. Um, and so for me right now, it's like, it's like figuring out what is like, what do I have to step into in order for this to go? Like, I want this to go now bigger. I want, I'm like ready for it to grow bigger, but I know that I got to do something a little bit different. Like obviously, cause if, if, if what I was doing now was going to get me there, I'd already be there. And so I got to figure out what is it that I have, to, what's, who do I have to become in order to, for, to reach this next level? And that's, and that's the crossroad I'm at. That's, that's why, you know, yes, I, yes, I'm at this top position, but I, it sucks right now. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's awesome, but it feels really hard and it's really, it's challenging. And it's not, and I think a lot of people think that, oh, when you get to the, when you get to your, when you reach your goal or whatever you're trying to accomplish that, like, you're just going to feel like you're done now and like you're there and it's great forever. And that's just not the case. Cause now it's like, now it's like, what's the next thing. And it's figuring out how do I get to the next thing? And in a way that like, I want to do that, <laughs> you know? And so that's, that's really, that's really where, where I'm at. And I said, it's, you know, I think it's, it's, it's stepping into a, a bigger role and like really taking ownership of this entrepreneurial lifestyle. Like, yes, I, I am an entrepreneur and I've done this, but I like, there's ways that I can like, uh, fine tune myself as a leader and as an entrepreneur that I have to decide if I'm willing to do that. You know, I have, there's a lot of fun things that I do in my life. Not that I shouldn't have fun. There's a lot of things that I do in my life that like, I probably need to dial back in order to get, do that next thing and do, am I ready to do that? Do I want to do that? Do I like, I like live in this really, this pretty kind of cush life right now. And do I want, like, am I willing to like, like go to work, like get into the trenches and like go back to work and like kind of start over and figure out like, what's my plan and how am I going to do this? And do I, do I want to do that? And that's really where I'm at right now. I want, yes, I want to, but it's, there's a struggle of, of figuring out how to do that. And, and is that, is that something that I can do or well, that I want to do? <laughs> I don't, I, it's, it's cool. Cause it's, I don't know that there's anyone that's not having this conversation Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't matter where they are on like the staircase. Right. So you happen to be having the conversation at the top of the staircase, deciding if you're going to like add another staircase. Right. And there's people that are at the bottom of the staircase going, well, I've worked all this time and I'm still at the bottom of the staircase. Clearly I have to be somebody different to get higher up on the staircase or people in the middle that what got them to the middle, isn't going to get them to the top. Right. I know that where I am, it's like the way I've been doing it just isn't working. And I don't, I'm not speaking like podcasts. I'm more speaking of my, like my coaching practice is my clients have success, like things go well, but there's something that's preventing my business from going to that like next place. And I think any entrepreneur or anyone that's had an entrepreneurial business gets this is it's like, it's just you, right? I can't look at anyone else. It's no one. I can't blame my clients. I can't blame my friends. I can't, well, I did, can't blame anyone that works for me because no one works for me. It's just right. me. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, and I can't blame like my parents or the government or any. It's just all on me. And I know, I mean, yeah. How do you? How are you? I know you. We we've, we've talked about this, so I know you can relate to that. How do you deal with that? That like all of this is on you. It's not even on the five hundred people. No, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, that and that's like it's it's awesome and it's so hard. Like entrepreneurship is amazing and what it can allow for your, for your life is amazing and it's hard and it's lonely and it's all you. And, you know, so I, 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 you know, I, I have coaches and I have mentorship. And so I, I do my best to like lean into my team and to, you know, to like really work as a team and sort of almost like suspend that it's that it's all me <laughs> like I like I get I know that it is but I try like I'm I really try to work this in a, in a team kind of a way um and I and I do I look to when I'm like in this like when I'm feeling this way like this in this 
you know, kind of time of this pivotal time, I turn to my, my mentors and yes, I know that it's all on me. And I, and you know, luckily my mom is in the same industry and in the same company and she's been doing this for a lot longer than me. So I turn to her and I'm like, this is what I got going on. And they, you know, and they, everyone can give me the advice that they can give me, but ultimately I'm the one that has to make the decision. I'm the one that has to like decide if I'm going to do it or not. And it's, 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 it can be paralyzing if you let it be. <laughs> That it can also be freeing if you let it be. And so, again, I try to focus on the things that I, that I know that I, that I can control right now. And I trust, I just trust that like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what the next thing is. Like, I'm going to trust that I like, that that's going to come and, you know, do what I know that I can do right in this moment. And, you know, that's all I can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. it. Goes back to like the take action now. Like, what can you do right now? Yeah. Right. What's <laughs> I love the thing. I want to. We talked about it before, and I really I think it's funny and it's fun. We talk about Suckville and Awesome Town. Yes. And the, like, kind of the illusion of <laughs> yes. of I want to say entrepreneurial life in a way. Yeah, totally, totally. So, um, I work. I have a one of my mentors that I work with. Um, he was just talking about like when you're, when you're starting anything, like wherever, wherever you are that you're starting at, that's considered suckville because you don't want to be there. You're trying to get somewhere else. Like whether you're, if you're going to start a new business, there's a reason, but there's a reason behind that. And where you are is not where you want to be. So where you start is suckville <laughs> sucks. You don't want to be there. And where you're trying to go is awesome town, which is like, that's what that's like, whatever you think is awesome town, whatever you're trying to get, like wherever you're trying to go, that is awesome town. But what happens is once you get to awesome town, it becomes a new suckville. And then there's a new awesome town. And so like, again, it's like this illusion that like, once you get to where you think you want to go, then you're done. And like, you're going to be happy forever and it's all going to be awesome. But that becomes a new Suckville, which is where, that's where I'm at right now. Like I, this is like, I'm in the new Suckville trying to figure out how do I get to the next awesome town? And you know, it's, it's, it's great. And so like every, everyone you, that you look at, any entrepreneur that you look at, you may, you may look at someone and go, and, and this is so common, especially in my industry, but especially in entrepreneurship of like this compare and despair thing of like, someone's having huge success and that's going awesomely for them. And, and I suck. And why don't I, why not, why aren't I as good as them or whatever? And you find out that they're in their own version of Suckville as well. Like every, you just are, everyone is. <laughs> yeah, I was just, man, it's, it's, I, I was on having a conversation with somebody I'm creating a program with, and we were talking earlier about the challenges, especially when you're like leader as an entrepreneur, right? So the people beneath you look up to you like totally. it's you're supposed to be like basically having like the little party horns and throwing confetti up all the time because you're killing it <laughs> and I mean like that's pretty much what somebody that you bring in thinks of your life and people look at mine and they're like oh Alex is, has to be positive and inspirational and there's like it's always got to be like there's a the sun is always shining and that's right. not that's not the reality right totally the reality is like I'm a human being and like this week sucked. Like, right. you know, there's, that's, but you don't always see it. We don't always see it. I, and I'm doing the same thing. I look at some of my colleagues and I'm like, man, you're crushing it. <laughs> but they, but I don't know what's happening over there for them. I love that. What did you say? Compare and despair. And, yeah. That's so good. I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know yeah. we all, we always talk about like comparison leads to basically nothing but miserableness. Right. But, yeah, but it's, yeah. and both people are just in despair. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think what happens, like for people who are like in any industry who are leaders, like they think that they have to only show that how awesome it is. That they think that, and they and we forget. I I fall. I do this too. I forget how valuable it is for people to see my humanness and how much of a relief it is for people. And how relatable it is and how important it is for like, you know, yes, of course, I don't want to turn to my, my team and like dump all of my, it, my anxieties and stuff onto them, but to let them know, that like, I'm like, we're the same, like we're the same and I have struggles too. Like, so there's, there's, there's that side of it. There's like that, that side of it that's relatable. And I want to show that on the other side of it, that also happens. So it's like this kind of like trying to find the balance is like, you also don't, what also I think happens too is sometimes the people, they look at someone like who is a leader and they think, 
you know, if, if they're, if they can't even do it, like if they're struggling, how am I supposed to do it? Right. So it's like, it's this balance of like showing that there's, that you're human, that there's struggles, but also like not, not like having people feel so discouraged that like, Oh, if you know, I'm, I, I created the program, if I can't, if I'm struggling, how are they going to do it? They didn't even, you know, like that's, I think that, that there's like some, some of that that goes on as well. And it's finding that balance I think is, is, is tricky, especially in being a leader. It's, I've learned so much about being a leader over the last five years. Like I, I, it's, it's hard. It's hard and it's really powerful. And you do, you are responsible. Like, yes, everyone's in business for themselves. At least in my industry, everyone is, it's everyone on their own, but like I am leading people and it is a huge responsibility that I have to remember that I'm like, I, I heard, I saw this quote. It was, um, the, uh, the, a leader, leader doesn't mean that you're being a leader. Doesn't mean that you're in charge. It means that you, oh, damn it, I lost it. That you like, <laughs> that you like. It means you remember quotes really well. Yeah, that, exactly right. You can, you, can, you can totally blank and still be awesome at what you're doing. Basically, that's what it means. What do you, <laughs> go ahead, what were you going to say? It's the, 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 the gist of it is something is basically like that you're taking care of those who are in your charge. Like you're like, you're like responsible for those people who have put their trust in you as a leader. It's not that you're like, tell them what to do, but you also need to recognize that, you know, you do influence them into, into like kind of, uh, respect the gravity of that. How do you do that balance? I know like it's it's so great because I'm like having these conversations like all day yesterday and today, and now you're bringing in and you're sharing like it from a totally different perspective, but it's all the same. How do you actually balance that? ability to be vulnerable so people see it and that it's real you're not being vulnerable for the sake of like oh, i'm going to be vulnerable right now so people can right. see this you're actually just being vulnerable versus like oh why would i want to follow her look how like she doesn't even look happy right right that you, yeah that's um i you know with i i kind of have to just follow my my gut with what i feel like people need to hear um, and I also like, if, if it's on social media, it's like, I can't, I, I don't know who's going to see, I don't know who's going to see what I'm putting out there. So I just got to like be who I am. Um, and, but if it's like, you know, if I, if I'm talking with somebody and I'm like hearing, like it depends, I'm hearing their struggle. I can, I can, what I think is important is to relate to their struggle for a minute and then, and then to come to the other side of here's how it, here's how it can be awesome or here's how it is awesome. And so that you like give them a little bit, but you don't go so much into their despair that you like, let you like, let them off the hook for, you know, like, okay, like, yeah, this does suck. You're right. Like I, like I've been there too. And so we should just not do anything because this is hard. <laughs> so like give them a little bit of like, yeah, until I can totally relate to you. And now what are we going to do about it? So it's kind of like that. Like I try to do that kind of a balance of like, you know, if I post something or if I'm putting something out there, that's like, this is, this is, this is my struggle and here's what I'm doing about it. And I think what, I think what people do a lot of times too, and I actually been thinking about this a lot the last couple of weeks is that people, they wait to, they wait to share their struggle until they're out of it. That feels safer to like share, like, you know, yeah, if you, if you were struggling and then you like made your way out of it, it feels safer to be like, yeah, I was, I was struggling and now I'm like totally made it. It's way different to share it when you're in the middle of when it sucks. And I found that that's really a po- the powerful place to come from is to like share, like, I don't know what, I, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but I know that I am. And so it's almost like you like, you let people have a glimpse of what's happening right now it, with you. And then they get to watch you, they get to see you like figure it out and pull it out. And so I try to let people be in on that journey, that piece of it also like, okay, here's what I told you was going on. Now here's what I'm going to go and do about it. I think it's, I think it's more powerful than coming six months later and saying, this is what happened back then. And now I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go. I want to do it. I want to be like, I want to do it right now. Yeah. Like, right now, this sucks. No, yeah. but it, it's true. It's all, it's, it's, it's really cool how you say it. Cause I was, I was actually trying to figure out the other day how to share something online and trying to say that vulnerable thing that was real, but I couldn't, I couldn't get it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't express it in a way that, um, actually made sense and actually was like really from in here. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's true. And I think a lot of it was fear was fear was like stopping me from doing that. Well, I think, well, I, I, think pe- I think people, I think there's like an embarrassment 
piece of it. Like people are like, oh, I'm embar- so embarrassed that I like not awesome all the time. I'm so embarrassed that like I'm struggling, you know, like that, like so much of that, that's like, and, and, and there's um, like, there, like, you know, it's like, especially on social media, like where like the, most of the stuff that we see is awesome stuff. So we, again, we think everyone's life is awesome. And so we're like, oh, if my, if I'm, if my life isn't awesome, then that's so embarrassing. And that's why we don't post it in the moment. Like there's this like fear that like people are going to think that we're weak or like whatever they're going to think about it, you know? And I, and I, I actually, I made a post, I made a social media post, um, you know, last, just a couple of days ago about what I'm going, what I'm going through with this stuff. And it like felt awesome. I got all this support from people. And then there was this, this part of my, my ego that was like, these people all feel sorry for you now. And they think you're weak. Like they think that you're, and I was like, what is that? So like that, I think is why people don't share when they're in the middle of it. It's like, it's that, that fear that people are going to think less of them. Yeah. I think for me sometimes too, it's like, I look at like right now where I'm at, I, I feel like life just threw a gauntlet at me. Like the last year of my life was really about dealing with like really personal heartbreak. And I think in the personal heartbreak, I built my business to a really nice plateau where I hadn't gotten it. And I was like feeling good about it. I was like, I'm like, I'm comfortable. It's going well enough, enough so that I could create a podcast and really start adding new components to my business. And I think as I've done the work to heal the like personal heartbreak, um, the business side is able to just be flat. And I, when I say like life threw a gauntlet at me is it feels like life just punched me in the face and it's like, no, you don't get to have it just be like easy. So <laughs> now we're going to like kind of slap you around a little bit. And the first thing I did from ego was like, I got, I, the last two weeks for me have been like fear. Like I've been scared. Like, what if I actually can't get through this gauntlet? Um, yeah. What if I'm not equipped? What if I'm not capable? Um, everybody's going to laugh at me. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and, and for me, it's always about disappointment that I'm going to like let everyone down. And really, I'm going to let myself down. Um, But it's like, that's hard to express, right? Like social media is not, it's so silly that we even care about like sharing this. It just happens (laughs) to the world we live in. There's no, there's no like town hall that we go to. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, totally. But yeah, it's uh, this, I, I love this conversation from that, the sense of, wherever we are is like kind of where we're supposed to be. And if it's kind of going really well and easy, likely something's up ahead. Right. And if it's not going well and easy, there's probably something up ahead that's actually going to have it be really nice and wonderful and easy. Um, Right. You said something before, before we, before we got onto here, which was about, um, that conversation about it like as an entrepreneur as somebody it doesn't even matter if you're an entrepreneur you can be a creative an artist uh building a business but that the idea of it's supposed to be a certain way or not supposed to be a certain way yeah totally i i i think that that people think entrepreneurship isn't supposed to be hard like i think i and i think it's i think it is like shame on us entrepreneurs because we only show when stuff is awesome right like we're like look at the cars look at the travel look at the like you know whatever and we like that's what we which is which that is great cuz you want to inspire people to want that that's awesome but i think it has people think that like that's how it's always supposed to be that there it isn't supposed to be hard and it's so hard like i like it, you know like if it wasn't hard everyone would be an entrepreneur. Everyone would be a successful entrepreneur. And I think, you know, it's like we think about business and entrepreneurship differently than we think about like having a child or being married. Like, you, you know, of course you expect that that stuff's going to be hard in a marriage sometimes or having kids, but you know, you're like prepared for that to be hard. And you get that, like, you can't like in, in one of the down moments, you can't just give up. You can't like just give your kid back. Like when, it's uh, when you think it's being annoying, <laughs> you know, you get that, like you ha- you get through it and you like, you figure out whatever you have to do to get to turn it around. And ideally the same happens in marriage. Like ideally that's like when, when, you know, but I, but I think, you know, in entrepreneurship, it's like, we think, Oh, my business doesn't feel fun anymore. Or it's not, it's not exciting anymore. Or it's getting really hard that it means it's not working and it means it's not the right thing. And maybe sometimes, maybe once in a while, it's not the right thing, but most of the time it's it's just the normal the normal like path of being an entrepreneur that it's like it, there is there are ups and downs and like I feel like if 
you know, it's, it's, you got to push your brain to come up with the next thing and, and get creative and think, and like, it, it's, it's the creative process being an entrepreneur and you got to just get okay with that. And I think people get into entrepreneurship and maybe even someone like me who had, you know, I had success right away. And so I expected that that's how it was always going to be like, cool. That's like, everyone says yes. And business goes great. And that's how it's going to be forever. You know, like that, that's, and that's just not the reality. And so I think, you know, like having people have a realistic outlook on what entrepreneurship is, is so important. It's so important. Uh, you know, and I think that, and I think that's also why people, they start something and they, again, they start something and they quit because they weren't expecting it to be hard. They weren't expecting that it was going to be tough work. How do you know when you're working with people and mentoring them, it's not, everybody's not cut out to be an entrepreneur. I'm not saying everybody can't be an entrepreneur. I'm just saying everybody's not actually cut out because they're not actually willing to do what it would do. Right. Um, how do you support people and like from an honest place and get them to see the difference, right? Like, do you straight up say to people like this probably isn't for you. And for the people that are struggling, like this totally is for you and it's going to suck for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I do do that. I do. I like, I, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in the beginning of my business um, with people who were never going to do anything because, because I believe that they said that they wanted to, which I, they do, they really do believe that they want to. And I just, like as an athlete, like if I say I'm going to do something, I just do it. Like that's just, that's just like how my brain works. And so I expected that of everyone and that's just not, not real life. <laughs> and so I spent a lot of time trying to drag people along and remind, and like I, I wanted it so badly for them and I saw the vision for them, but I, they, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at were they actually doing it or not. And so I've, that's been a huge learning piece for me with this business over the last five years is like, I make moves when they make moves. And that's been, that has saved me so much time because I can't even tell you how much time I've wasted. <laughs> I've spent, you know, you know, working with people that are, just aren't, aren't going to do it. And so I, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I have a like, like a, it's like almost like a chess game kind of like, I want people who are going to play chess with me. And if, it, if they make, if I make a move and they make one, great, I'll make another one back. But if they don't, if they don't make one, I'm not going to keep making moves with them. You know, they got to see it for them, for themselves. And, and, uh, you know, it's, and then, and then with people, and on the flip side, like you said, there, are, I do have people on my team who I know that they can do this. I know that this is, that this is for them and they're struggling right now. And so my, I feel like my job in that is to, is to like keep them afloat while they get through this hard part, like to, to like help remember, remind them of why they're doing this and like, and, and who they are and what they're trying to create so that they don't give up too soon. So they like, so I, I try to share my vision for them with them and, and, and help. And a lot of time, and most of the time when it, when, when people are, when it's someone that I think can really do this and they're, they're like not having the success that they want, it's because they got to do some work up here and in here. And so I try to support them in doing that. Cause I know like, that's, you know, that's fundamental and it doesn't, and it doesn't maybe show up in business right away. And I have to get them to be okay with that. Like, they have to be okay with that. And that's a lot of my work. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to do the inside work. They right. really don't like, they're really resistant. I've just recently, I've been transitioning to when I started my business, I worked almost all with women. I didn't like choose that. It's just kind of what showed up. And yeah. then when you know, over the last six months, I've been like, no, I want to work with like powerful men who are like really in their heads and know how to like run through a wall fall down, get back up and run through another wall. But at the end, they've run through 20 walls and they're still feeling like they're never going to actually be fulfilled. And they, they are successful and whatnot. And what I notice is I've had conversation and conversation and conversation. And the thing that stops a lot of them is I don't want to look there. Like I don't want to actually look in my chest cavity versus my logic brain or my, or my right. kind of like athlete brain where I can just like do the thing. Right. It's, ter it's terrifying for a lot of right. people. It, to it totally is because I think that's such an elusive feel seems elusive place. And there isn't like an instruction manual. There isn't like a step-by-step -step thing that you follow in your for success. It's like, you don't know what you're going to find in there. You don't know how long it's going to take and you can't put a timeline on it and you can't, you don't really get to decide really like you have to like see what's there and then go from there. And it's, and it's this, it's this idea of, of, clarity versus certainty 
and that like you like you can have clarity about what you're trying where you're trying to go and like what you like you can have you can be clear that like if you know if I put the work into going inside and figure I know I I'm clear that I can figure this out but most people want and feel like they need certainty which is to like to know exactly how it's going to happen and exactly what like when it's going to happen by and that is what stops people is that like I'm not doing that because I don't know that it's going to work for sure what if I what if I like go in and do all this stuff and I spend all this time and I and it doesn't work or it doesn't do anything or I'm like in a worse place than I was or I took away from building my business so now my business hasn't moved forward and I haven't fixed this thing like there's all this conversation around not having certainty about what's inside you know and we just we never like that's something we can never have certainty about we can never have certainty about most things but especially not that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The certainty in general is an illusion, but we we think we can have it. It feels a little right. more secure on the outside. Right. Um, how do you, when you're feeling uncertain, when you're in the space of this isn't fun, this isn't exciting, this is hard, I don't want to do it anymore, um, you know, sad, whatever shows up for you, any of those things, um, how do you pick yourself up? when you're kind of in the down space, whatever the down space is. Yeah. Um, that's a great, that's a great question. Uh, and so important. Um, I, I reach out, I do, I reach out to my network a little bit. I have a couple of, a few close like confidants basically who are in my same industry in my same company who I feel like are kind of running, we're kind of running mates a little bit together. Um, you know, and I, and I reach out to them and let them know what's ha- what's happening and find, you know, get their, uh, their feedback. And I find that when I can get like, yes, of course, outside feedback isn't going to change, isn't going to like be the thing that solves it. But I think that that processing it externally can help, helps me a little bit. And then, and then again, back to getting into act into action helps me. Like there are things that I know that I can do. There are things that I know that I can do, like in my business or in my relationship or whatever, there are things I know I can do. And if I can just do something, do one of those things, it can lead to, to more. But I think the processing it with, with a trusted person is that that's really huge for me. Um, and someone it's, and and for me, it's gotta be somebody who like understands what this whole thing is. Like it's, it's hard to talk entrepreneurship with someone who's not an entrepreneur. Like they can have, they, it can be, they can like, you know, feel for you in all the ways they can. They can give you the advice, all the advice that they can. But if it's not someone who, understands this this is this is a this is a special beast entrepreneurship and if it's not somebody who like gets what's happening it it doesn't feel as helpful to me at the time you know like it's yeah i get get that somebody said to me the other day they're like no you know you're gonna turn it around and i was like no you don't know that (laughs) because you get paid every two weeks no matter what like as long as you don't (laughs) tell your boss like to screw off Basically, you get paid every two weeks. Right. right. I got nothing. I got nothing like that. I gotta yeah. go create it out of thin air sometimes. Right. Um, but, <laughs> totally. Like, I love it because it's like their intentions are their intentions are there. Yeah. It's all positive. But yeah, you're right. They don't totally get it. Um, yeah. I'm curious how all of this impacts your marriage. You've been married for how long? Uh, coming up on two years, but I have known we've known each other since the third grade. Okay. Um, but you haven't been married since the third grade. No, we have not. <laughs> um, so, but how is, he's not an entrepreneur, right? No, he's a, he's a pilot. So okay. He's the show up, gets his check every month. As long as he yeah. shows up, he's good. Yeah. yeah. So how does, how does, tell me about that. Tell me what it's like to be like the, the entrepreneur with the, like you guys, essentially your lifestyles are completely different. Yeah, totally. Um, how does it work and how does it doesn't? It, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough for him because he watches the ups and downs and like, doesn't, and like, can't stand it that he can't fix it. Like he can't do anything about it. You know, like he can't, like, it's so hard for him. Like right now I'm in, I'm in this place of kind of, of transition of, you know, sort of figuring out what's next. And he like, all he wants, he cannot even stand it that he can't fix it. And, and he like, he, and you know, he, he's, he's so amazing and so sweet and so great and has all this great advice and, and, you know, but it's, again, it's because he's doesn't have, it's not in this industry. He doesn't have, he can't relate the same way. So it's like, he can be there and be supportive and like, just, you know, tell me what you need from me and I'll <laughs> be here, you know, but he, but he can't like quite, quite relate. So it's a little bit, it's tough for him that way. 
but it also, also what he's also a dude who i know fixes and builds things like right. that's like his thing right he's like right. building cars and decks and right. boats. <laughs> like, yeah that's so. what he literally yeah he literally said that today he was like he's like i fix things and it's killing me that i can't fix this you know and so that's that is tough for him and and like but he is getting he is over you know along he has along this way gotten you know he's gotten that like that this is kind of how this this industry goes and you know we were talking about this earlier i haven't touched on it uh, just yet but that you know like sometimes when our when our bread business gets hard we look to something else that maybe feels more fun so like i i, I love to sports i'm like cool i'll just go play professional volleyball instead because that feels like i know how to do that and it doesn't feel like I'm avoiding this painful thing that is my business because I'm not lacking confidence in my business right now. So let me go do something that like feels great. And so my, my husband knows he's like, you're just avoiding your business. So he like, ha- he's like learned some of that stuff, which has been really helpful because it's great. Like, cause sometimes I don't even see that I'm doing that. And he's like, nah, are you sure that this isn't actually what's happening? So like he gets pieces of it and that's really helpful. So, but there's this <laughs> yeah. piece, this, this, you know, this up and down side, that's really, that's really hard for him. Is there anything you've learned through um, entrepreneurship, network marketing, um, building teams that's actually helped you in your relationship? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, I was, I was already in this when we, when we met, um, when we, not when we met, when we started like being, you know, started dating and started being together. Um, so I'd already kind of developed a lot of those things, but I, yeah, I think, I think a huge, a huge thing has been, I like as an athlete and as, as like a leader, I used to like try and tell people what to do, like and tell them like as a, you know, like a coach would do instead of like a teammate. And so I was that kind of acting that way. Um, and I found in my business that when I can be more of the teammate and like, not like, it's not my job to tell people what to do. They're on, they're, they're, you know, doing this, that it works better. And so I've been able to take that into my marriage that like, you know, I want to be like, I need you to do this, like do this thing. Or like, you didn't do this thing. Right. And like, all that that does is like, he's an adult. <laughs> he's an adult. Like I, like, I feel like, so it works better when we, when I act as a team instead of like, I'm in charge. And that has really shifted in our, in our, in our relationship. And I, I think it like has him feel more empowered and has him feel more confident. And like, we are like a partnership as opposed to like, I'm just telling him what to do. <laughs> So that's been, that's been a pretty, that's been a pretty big shift actually just in the last, in the last year or so, but that's been a big shift. So marriage advice is don't help the other person what to do. Don't tell them what, like, don't tell them what to do. Don't just like, they're an adult. They know what to do. That. Have kids if you want to boss somebody around. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, let's, I want to ask you some like rapid fire questions that like came up for me while we were doing this. Um, who, well, let me actually, what else do you want to do? And again, this is intended to be rapid fire. So what are five things you, you've accomplished this thing. What are five things you want to do in your life outside of this? Um, okay. Uh, I do want to, I do want to become a professional athlete, professional volleyball player. Um, I would like to, uh, become a, like a vet tech. That was like, that was when I was in college, I was in college to, I was going to, going to go pre-med like do the vet route and I chose sports and stuff um I I want to to say do or accomplish or like become anything any of it you choose choose okay. I really want to I want to go to the Olympics every year not as a not as an athlete but I want to like every year I want to every four years I want to go attend attend the Olympics mm-hmm. um I let's see this this is inside my it's inside my business, but I want to retire my husband. He wants, he's, he wants to be retired and I would like to retire him. That's sort of inside my business. Man, can you find me someone to retire me? <laughs> <laughs> and not like, not, not like in a, in a basement with a shotgun, like retire me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I would like to, I would like to, um, be like, be a sports coach. I'm sorry, either volleyball or basketball. At a, I coach, I, I volunteer coach at my old high school here, but I'd like to like, you know, assist at a division one school or something like that would be kind of, would be cool. Is there a thing that you'd really like to do that like occurs as scary or impossible? Um, I'd really like to do that occurs as scary or impossible. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I'd like to, I would like to compete in the Olympics. 
that curves is scary nice. and impossible. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I would like to do that. <laughs> In volleyball? Yeah. Yeah. So I know a guy who, um, I just talked to him like a few weeks ago. He had left, he was a volleyball player, played D1, left post, you know, I don't know what he was doing like after college. And now he's, I think he's like 30, 31, 32, 33, somewhere. He's not that he's somewhere between where our ages and he just started retraining to become a professional volleyball player, like in his early to mid thirties. Yeah. That's like awesome. I got to go for this thing. Cause it's what I really want. That's awesome. Like, very cool. That's really um, cool. So who are you, who do you look up to? Not, and like, obviously you could say names of people that people won't know. Who are people that you look up to that, that people could actually know and like read about or find out about? Um, who I look up to, man. Well, Mentors, a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them are authors. in, are in my industry. Um, well, they're in my industry. So, um, a name you could look up is Jeff Roberti. He's one of the top earners in, in all of network marketing. And um, I, I know you didn't ask why, but I look up to him because he is just a tireless worker. Like he spent the first 10 years of his, of his career, like working 18 hour days and living well b- b- below his means to create this, you know, hundred million dollar career in, in network marketing. And that, that just, that's like, it's so cool. I lo- and I, I really admire, I admire him for that. Um, I, Romy, Romy Kumes is her name. Romy, no, Romy Nefstat. She wrote, um, get over your damn self. It's a network marketing book. Um, she's a top earner with network marketing also as well. And I, I, I like her because she's a woman and I love, I like, I, that speaks to me obviously. And she's badass. She's like so badass. And she just tells it like it is in a way that I haven't quite figured out how to do, you know, like in a way that I would like to be able to just like own it the way that she does. And, uh, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, Jeff Roberti hasn't written any books, but you can look him up. He's got, he's all over everywhere. Um, and then Romine, I think her name's Neustadt or Nefstat. Get over your damn self. Yeah. Are there any other books or pieces of media that you use to, you know, inspire you, push you forward? Things that you're like, oh my god, I couldn't have done this without this book or this video. Yeah, one of one of um, the very first things that I read um, that really like it just lit me up in terms of leadership and team building uh, was uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That was like, and I know it's such an old school book and it's been around forever, but like it was so impactful for me and it just, it inspired a lot of the ways that I lead my team um, and inspired a lot of like social media content and like, you know, just like really like um, lit my brain up with ideas and um, creativity and uh, it's old school, but it's awesome. Yeah. Anything, anything like uh, media wise, like more, not not books, but like more new media. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I, Eric Worre, he's a network marketer, network marketing kind of trainer. I use a lot of his videos um, in with my team and my, and my, myself. Um, and then I, you know, I like Gary Vee. <laughs> I know he's a popular one, but I like, I, again, I like his rawness and his sort of just like realness and owning it and like kind of like not caring what people think. That's well, I have good. a question. So you, you named people like I don't. I didn't know. I don't know the woman. Um, what's her name? That wrote Ro, Ro, a Romy Newstat. I think. Okay, I'm, I'll look her up. I'll put her okay. like. Um, but the other three, what I kind of, at least what I think I know about them, is they're like. Tr- I'm making this term up. I want to call them like trench dogs. Like they just like get in the trenches and just like fight and and scratch and yeah. Um, they don't like Gary V doesn't always occur. Like he has a great life. Like I have no yeah. idea. Right. I have absolutely right. no clue. It just occurs. Like he works like no one else does. Right. And I mean, he just always seems angry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love Gary V. I love his books. I'm like totally inspired by him. Yeah. I think I'm always like, man, do you, are you enjoying this? Or are you just doing this? Right. Totally. Like, are, you, are you a martyr of, of totally. entrepreneurship? But I'm curious because you named all three people that you said are kind of people that embody that like run through a wall, run through another wall, run through, and it doesn't matter how bad it hurts or <laughs> how much it takes out of them. They're just going to keep running through walls. Yeah. 
it just yeah. got me curious about the like do you think you have to have that mindset to be successful i think i think that that is i think that like right now that is the piece that i'm that i am battling right now is like that like that's always been my mindset of like i can i can like muscle my way to anything i can like through grit and running through walls i can make anything happen and so like i think that i like i relate to them because that's the mindset that i have and right now my struggle is 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 like finding a way to to, to not do that to do it in a way that like because i feel the same way about gary b he always looks haggard like he's totally run down but he's so inspiring and it's like it makes you like want to go to work and so like i like the athlete side of me like that like is really drawn to that and and this internal struggle is like there has to be like how can i do this in a way that's not gr like grinding it out like glorifying grinding it out for the next 20 years so like this is my this is your you're like experiencing firsthand my internal struggle which is like that's what i like relate to because that's who i feel like i that's what i feel like i know and like how do i find this thing that i don't know like that i that isn't like doesn't come naturally to me but that i that like i think is going to have my business do what i want it to do and still enjoy what i'm doing yeah. yeah. Oh, I really, I mean, I'm, it's cool. Cause I really connect with it. Cause I think, I think I operated like that in the hospitality business. Yeah. Like first one, when we were opening a restaurant, I mean, everyone knows about the restaurant business. It's like notoriously difficult and challenging. And, and my specialty was opening them. And it was like, I was first one there in the morning and often like last one to leave. And if, when I left, it was like, you just went to the bar and, and haggard yourself even more. Right. Um, but when I left that for, to create my own thing, it was like partially quality of life. Like I, I can't do that anymore. Like yeah. I love, I'm inspired just like you said by Gary Vee, but I can't, I just, I just don't have it in me Yeah. to like, to live that life. Like it's not right. the quality of life. So I, I asked it from like, this, it's one way, right? Gary Vee, right. that like we'll run through walls over and over again is one way and it works and it takes something. It right. requires and, something to take something. Right. Right. And I think that part of my, part of my, my internal struggle right now is like, I know that that way can work. Like I know that I can do that way. And so it's like, I don't like, what if I can't, what if it doesn't, what if I can't do it the other way like that? And like, and so in that, in, in, in that reality, do I want to do this then? So that's sort of where that's like really where, you know, where I'm at right now is, is, I know I can do the run through wall thing. I don't want to do that forever. And can, is it possible to do it in another way for me? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, last question. Uh, who's the athlete that you most look up to? Athlete. Oh man, that's that. that. Well, that I most look up to, man, that's I so mean, hard. Can, I like so can, many. <laughs> well, you can give me, give me a few, but like, I'm not really speaking about like as an athlete, right? Like as a human being, yeah. Who are the athletes that you most like look up to? Yeah. Um, well, Misty May, she's a sand volleyball player. She's, mm -hmm. she's just awesome. She's just like an awesome, really real funny, like person, like just like super, like doesn't care what people think just like really like animated and relaxed. And she's awesome. Um, I, I love Steph Curry. I think that he is a really hard worker. And I think that I know that a lot, like all athletes are hard workers, um, but I think that he's, his dedication to what he's doing is, it's amazing. It's, it's tired. He's tireless. Again, it's that, that same thing as I have that same, that's that attracted to that same thing of like people who just like, just, they, they do it by sheer grit. You know, he's not the biggest person. He's not like, I know he's, he's an amazing phenomenal shooter, but he got that way by like just putting in the time. And I, I love that. And I, th and I also love that he's so dedicated to his family. Well, what we see on social media, obviously, what we see in the world is that he's so, de <laughs> he's so dedicated to his family. And that's so like, you know, so he has that, he has that balance too, of that he's not just, he's not just an athlete. Being an athlete doesn't define who he is as a person. It's just, it's just what he does, you know? How do people uh, keep up with you? If people are you, obviously you're on social media, we've been talking about it, but if people want to like follow you, reach out to you, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, whatever. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram um, as Jake and joy is on Instagram. I run, I, I uh, help network marketers get good at network marketing with my mom. We, we work together to do that. She kind of covers the, the, uh, 
less technologically advanced generation. <laughs> I cover the social media generation and um, teach people how to, if they want to get good at this, we teach them how to do that. Um, and then on Facebook, we have a fan page as well, Jake and Joy as well. Um, and then you can, you can follow me, Jake Kelly, on, in, on um, Facebook. Uh, friends list is full, but you can, people can follow me. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and then I am personally on Instagram as fitninja underscore Jake. But it's more like my athletes, athletes page. So a few different ways. Awesome. I love that you're like, it's full, but you can follow me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, working on, I'm um, working on getting it unfull. I'm working on it. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for um, – Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing this. Uh, and look, we had like no hiccups technological. It's amazing. Wise. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Um, but thanks for being here. Thanks for being real. Thanks for being like honest. Thanks for actually talking about the challenges and the struggle. Um, thanks for bringing your enthusiasm and your joy and your passion. Um, you totally are like, it's not even like, I don't know that, uh, what did I say? Uh, 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 what did I call you? What did you call me? Um, I totally, but it's more like you're you're totally like a spark plug. That's like more <laughs> of like you are that like thing that ignites other things. Um, yeah. So thanks for bringing that here. Thanks for sharing your your story, your journey. And really, I think like the thing I got most is seeing that like even when you get to that place that you want to go, you're there's no there there. Like you you right. get there and it's like oh, unless you're dead there's like a whole nother thing ahead of you. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. It like, and it just like, even just chatting with you has been awesome. Like for my own process of going through this, I think it's, I think it's always, it's always helpful to hear other entrepreneurs experiencing the, the same things. It has that like, kind of lets you like breathe a sigh of relief. Like, Oh, it's like, I'm not the only one and it's normal. You know, I think that that's that, yeah. that's that feeling. So appreciate absolutely. It. Yeah. I hope, I hope, and in, in here in like kind of playing this conversation back in my mind, I'm thinking like, I hope somebody who hears this, even if it's like one person that feels like they were going to give up, doesn't give up based on knowing like just something that came out of this conversation. Totally. Me too. Thanks again. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. Please subscribe to the Dream Mason podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with a friend and give us a review on iTunes. I am grateful to have had you here. If you want more, you can follow or reach out to me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex or at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.